welcome to the fifth episode of the Have a Little Hovel Travel Podcast. I am your co-host, Kevin Allen, with... Your boss. My Catherine. other co-host, yeah. Catherine. Catherine Toth Fox. And we are going to talk today about ocean safety. First, we're going to talk about where we're recording. Oh yeah, we could do that too. ESPN, ESPN. Studio- Studios. Right, in downtown Honolulu. Thanks for very letting gracious. us use it. Yeah, letting us use their studio to record this wonderful podcast. <laughs> But yes. well, we have a special guest today. We do. Who is it? Wow. Can you be even Come like... Come on. Let's like chop, ease chop. into this. Jeez, <laughs> man. Okay. We um, So we have a special guest today. Um, again, I feel like we're being self-indulgent because we tend to only talk about things that we're interested in. Yeah. No, <laughs> We've got to branch out here. not wrong at all. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Who have our interviews been? It's like a surface story. I know. Another water Food. Guy. It's Food. been ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, so I have another water person here, but I feel like this is valuable information. It's our community service podcast. Uh-huh. We have um, Tanner Hazen, who is 32 years old. He's a lieutenant with our ocean safety department. Is it a department or a division? Uh, either one. Uh, we prefer division. Division? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, in layman's terms, he's a lifeguard uh, for the city and county. And we are going to talk a lot about um, what that means and the training that goes into it. So um, Tanner is from Kauai, the North Shore. Grew up surfing and fishing, um, as many people from Kauai do. Yeah, surrounded um, by water. Yep, fell in love with the ocean. The Pali Coast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. You worked on boats. Yeah, you probably know that coast pretty well. Too well. Too well. <laughs> yeah, too uh, well. Groundhog Day there for a little while. <laughs> um, and then he came to Oahu in 2011, and mm-hmm. you tried out immediately to be a lifeguard? Uh, about a year. About a year. Yeah. And um, yeah, now he's a lieutenant. So we're going to talk about all things related to the ocean and ocean safety. But first, you mentioned to us that you had a near-death experience. I did. I did. And I that did. sort of impacted you, so, right? Yeah. Okay, we want to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Um, both my parents are surfers. I naturally grew up at the beach, right? Um, my mom took me to the beach. Our local beach is uh, Kalihiwai. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's about five minutes from my house. Grew up in Kilauea. Anyway, I was probably about four or five years old, and I distinctly remember this because it was a near-death experience. <laughs> um, I was playing in the water, waist deep, um, as most kids do. I don't know if my mom had her back turned or what. Next thing I know, I'm getting sucked out. And I'm kind of oblivious, but I know this is not good. And I, I'm looking around, and I don't see my mom. starting to panic. And right as I'm panicking, I see my mom, and she's in all her clothes. And I knew it's <laughs> something's wrong if my mom's jumping in the water with all her clothes. And she, I never seen her face mm-hmm. with that look ever again. She was in pure panic. We were both stuck in the rip current. Luckily, she's been a lifelong surfer herself, and she was able to rescue me. Um, she kept me afloat. We got sucked out. Uh, some surfers came and paddled us both in. Wow. Jeez. But uh, it was traumatic for me, and I was scared of the water for, for a little while after. Really? Yeah. Um, took me a while to get over that phobia. Huh. So it's, it's uh, being a lifeguard, it's kind of insightful to know mm-hmm. the feeling of, helplessness oh yeah plus it's interesting that you were in such shallow water yeah and got sucked up by i think people think of rip currents as being kind of further out yeah it can happen anywhere yeah there's uh waves that stack up on each other we call them double ups and it'll it'll have more water than normal and you know it doesn't take much to knock a kid off his feet yeah and then you go up and in the water and out with the current 
I think and people it in a flash. People who don't grow up in the water. I want to say who don't grow up around the water, but I know a lot of people who grew up here that aren't water people. Mm-hmm. They don't know a lot about the ocean and the things that help. We hear that that line all the time down at the beach when we talk to people and give them our preventative warnings. Oh, we're just going to go in the water waist deep. Well, take a place like Sandy Beach. That's where 95% of the incidents occur is 10 feet off the the shoreline. So, yeah, it's real easy to end up getting either hurt on the shoreline or pulled off the shoreline in a rip current. Crazy. Yeah. Is that where you're stationed or? Uh, Yeah, that's where I've been stationed. Um. And that's kind of known for being a pretty heavy beach. Yeah, Sandy Beach, Makapu, that side of the island. Yeah. Um, our our dis- the it's broken up into districts. We got four dif- districts, basically each side of the island, north, south, east, and west. So, uh-huh. District Two, where I work, is uh, from Sandy Beach to Kailua. Mm-hmm. So, um, the 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 younger guys tend to work Sandy Beach and Makapu, the more limber. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The other guys work at like Kaimana, <laughs> 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 Queens Beach. Every every beach does have its hazards. That's and, true. Yeah, um, and you know, Sandy Beach is known for its shore break. So. Oh yeah. I heard recently yeah. was it John Clark who John said Clark. This, that Hanauma Bay was the most. No, he said. Oh, who oh. was it? No, no, no. It was. Um, it was, ooh, it was the city who got back to me about Waimea Bay. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, because I asked if it was illegal to jump off the rock at Waimea Bay. And it is. We, but we don't, obviously, we don't tell people to do it because yeah. it's dangerous. But he was saying, um, gosh, who was it? Now I can't think of the name. But I didn't know that. Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't know that either. I, and actually, I confirmed it with the there, state. I definitely did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but he was saying that that the lifeguard city and county has been doing a really good job about prevention. That mm-hmm. Sandy Beach used to be the leader in like spinal injuries, right? And it's not anymore. It's, it's not like, the most dangerous beach Bay. anymore. Well, I don't know if they well, said it was Hanauma Bay, but there's a lot of drownings yeah, at Hanauma Bay, yeah. right? But that there's been such you know work done to get people to understand the dangers of Sandy Beach. Yeah. That it's actually not as not that it's not dangerous, but you see fewer incidents there because yeah. only like more expert people are going into the water, yeah. which is great. Our job is evolving. We're, we're um, trying to, to prevent things from happening a lot more. Um, we're working real hard on our prevention and education and awareness, talking to the people, informing them is half the battle, if not more. So you can really change your day by getting out and doing your preventative work going mm-hmm. walking the beach and talking to everybody versus sitting in the tar and waiting for something to happen um you're gonna have a lot more work on your hands in the long run but what, what are some of the that. things that you tell people you know what are some of those preventative measures that you could tell mm-hmm. our so, audience yeah a lot of times um we get the overflow from hanama bay either the parking lot's full and it's or it's a tuesday and, right and people drive right around the corner and the next beach they come to is sandy beach Sandy Beach is the complete opposite of Hanama right, Bay. Yeah. So <laughs> in like every way. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's pretty easy to spot the guys that were on their way to Hanama Bay. Yeah. They got the inner tubes, the cheap boogie boards, the life jackets, you know. Oh, that's so cute. We we got <laughs> I don't know if it'll help. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So we approach them friendly, you know, we don't wanna embarrass people, we don't wanna I would say that must be like a really weird like ego thing to yeah, have to like it, manage. It's, it's a balancing act. You gotta you know, especially some some of the the gentlemen, they they tend to take offense when you tell them the gentlemen. Yeah, that's um, you, you <laughs> no guys. Way, man. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. Well, it's it's hard. You tell a, a grown man that it's dangerous for them, and they see a fifteen year old kid 
in the shoreline having the time of, even younger i mean there's 12 year old yeah. kids nowadays just doing front flips off the <laughs> off right, the waves right, right, right. <laughs> having the time of their life uh you got military guys that just came back from war and right. they're like, what? This is dangerous? So right, right, right. Look at you, to- like you're crazy. <laughs> I never so thought about that. Yeah. I usually just tell them, you know, we're here to help you. We're, you know, we're here all day. We see it all. Trust me, when we're, we're not doing this for our benefit. We're here to help you. Right. Um, and I try, I try to tell everybody, treat everybody like family. You want to talk to people with respect. And they tend to listen to you more. So it's better than lecturing people. Oh, and yeah. The, the spiel I usually give them is, welcome to Sandy Beach. Uh, have you been here before? And some people, oh, yeah, I come here all the time. Okay. Um, just to let you know, the conditions change day to day down here. Today we have a very dangerous shore break, very strong rip currents. This is an expert level body surfing and bodyboarding beach. Uh, you need years of experience and the proper equipment if you want to get in the water today safely. Um, so... That usually is how I break the ice, and I'll usually have like a, a few questions. Oh, I got these fins. Oh, these these are snorkel fins. They'll blow right off your feet. Um, then you know if they want to get in the water, they've been warned. At least you know they can't say we didn't talk. To them. Right, right, right. But what about other beaches? Because I mean, I hate Mokapu, to. Say, yeah. Well, but or, those are. I mean, yeah. those are pretty. Dangerous beach. I, I know they're dangerous, okay. yeah. but like but what about like Waikiki, yeah, Moana? Yeah, but there's dangers there too. Absolutely, right? There are dangers yeah. at every beach. Yeah. Right. Sometimes on the beach. You know. Oh, sometimes before the beach. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. in the parking lot. I, <laughs> I was literally about <laughs> yeah. to say. Yeah. Sometimes the parking lot is the beach. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but what about those kinds of beaches? Well, you know, it doesn't seem like they're dangerous, but what kind of dangers are lurking? So, um, a place like Waikiki, for example, um, in the break wall, you got current. When the tide changes, the water flows in and out. You're not going to be able to see that current. Uh, there's drop-offs. People will just be bouncing along the shoreline, and, and they can't swim. They're in chest-deep water, bouncing around, and then they hit a hole. All of a sudden, you know, that's what we look for as lifeguards. It's called climbing the ladder. You see them trying to <laughs> climb an invisible ladder. That's a good ladder. visual. I, I was going to ask, like, what, what are yeah. signs of, yeah, what are yeah. signs of help? So climbing the ladder. But climbing the ladder, uh, waving, of course. Yeah. Um, but sometimes... People silently just go down. You just see hands. I've heard that. You just <laughs> oh see hands no. go yeah. up. Yeah. You just see hands. Silently go down. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they can't even, they'll swallow water and they can't say anything. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll know when somebody's going down, usually at a crowded beach, you'll see everybody's head turn. Um, and it's a game of fine wall, though. You oh hear, yeah. like, lifeguard, and you'll see people pointing. And, you know, it's a, it's a lot for a lifeguard to take in. You know, you got to take an account. We are watching thousands of people at a place like Waikiki, Hanama Bay, even Sandy Beach mm-hmm. on, a, on a weekend. There's thousands of people. So it's hard to see everything. We do our best. We're, we're outnumbered. It's a game of numbers. Um, well, in places like Waikiki, you also have, you know, you have surfers. Yeah. You have uh, the canoes. canoes. Yeah. I mean, they're dangerous. Yeah, we were just You guys one. were just yeah. on We one. were super dangerous yeah. in our canoe. I saw you almost run over like and six different <laughs> people. <laughs> then there's like the, you know, the guys that are on one man's yeah. and kayaks. out. Yeah. I mean, there, it's just so much activity in the water. Then there's the stuff when, on the beach. Whenever you involve the ocean, there's the element of drowning. If you're ever unconscious, whether it's a medical condition, you're knocked unconscious, the element of the ocean and drowning is there. So everything's magnified if you have a medical condition you have a seizure or something in the mm-hmm. water it's very very dangerous compared to on land so all these medical conditions and stuff like that are yeah are potentially life-threatening things and then you have the jellyfish jellyfish yeah it's 
Those did not exist before. <laughs> I don't remember jellyfish when I was I, growing up. I read I'm something sh- about them getting worse. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember box jellyfish ever in my lifetime. I mean, I'm sure they were there and we just never really knew about the cycle of them, but yeah. that's been, I feel like, in the last have 10 you ever been, years. Have you ever been stung? Oh, everywhere. By a box? Oh, everywhere. Really? Yeah, because I'm dumb. <laughs> and you go I surf go out. when the forecast says, I like, do. yo, there's some box jellyfish out oh, here. Oh, yeah, Probably if there's not. surf. But, yeah. I mean, I've laid down on a jellyfish. It was on my board. Ooh. I've had oh. all kinds of jellyfish yeah. things. Yeah, and it's fun. horrible. And you know what's interesting is um, we go so early at the beach that we see the UH researchers you know, picking up the jellyfish. Mm-hmm. But by the time people get up and get to the beach, before the lifeguard tower is open, right. there's no jellyfish on the beach anymore. Yeah. So they could have collected, like, sometimes thousands of jellyfish yeah. in Waikiki. <coughs> there's no sign of them. <laughs> yeah. These poor visitors come, and they're yeah. in the wading in the water, and they're yeah. getting stung, and there's no lifeguard towers open. It's a weird time. Yeah. That is it a, is. I've never, yeah. That's funny you brought Knock that on up. Knock on wood. Our hours are from 9 to 5. Right. 30. Which is interesting, because the sun doesn't go down at, Five. I mean, the sun's kind of you know later in the er in the summertime. The sun goes right. down at like well, first light in the six, summer is like five thirty. Yeah, five thirty a.m. Yeah, so and there's no guards until yeah. so nine. that's kind of like an important thing for visitors to know. Like, right. hey, at certain times it's still going to be daylight, but that's, you know that's a good point. We recommend swimming not only at a lifeguard beach, but during lifeguard <laughs> hours. During lifeguard hours. <laughs> yeah. So what is the training like? Because I know it's rigorous, and I don't mm-hmm. know if visitors fully or even local people fully appreciate. Just how difficult the process I heard you guys is, a test. and yes, oh yeah, the twenty-five or whatever. Oh, the, oh I the thousand thousand. The I've thousand, done the thousand thousand. The famous run swim puke. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I didn't puke though, and I made it. I made it under twenty-five minutes. Good job. Yeah, not yeah. bad, right? Well, it's, being a surfer it helps. Um, no, being and, and, being and athletic. Yeah. I don't know. I think I cheated. Maybe. <laughs> but anyway, tell us about the the training because it's a pretty intense training, right? Yeah. Uh, first of all, you have to have your high school diploma and perfect vision 2020 yes yeah kids get lasik just to be a lifeguard wow, no yeah because yeah. yeah. you have to have perfect vision that makes sense you got to see good yeah so you got to see what's going on right yeah That's you got to right. see the fine wall though um so yeah, you, you got to have good vision you got to pass your physical test but that's down the road first things first you need your high school diploma and um you need your cpr certification cards your open water lifeguard I think. Mm, yeah. Life, like basic That's the Red Cross, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, you go and you apply. I think you apply online or you, you might even just, when I did it, I think you just showed up with your diploma and um, they write a number on your shoulder. You all line up and you, you do the first is the event is the thousand thousand. It's a thousand yard run followed by a thousand yard swim under 25 minutes. That is intense. Not That's only all of Alamona Beach. A thousand yards is like what? Half all a of Alamona Beach into the water and swimming all yeah. the way back. Yeah. And the thing about that is you're running first. So yeah. your right. heart rate's elevated. When you hit the water, if you're not expecting it, you're going to freak out a little bit mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. claustrophobic. You get in the water and you're out of breath and you got to start swimming. It's, it's a interesting feeling. A to thousand yard swim is no joke. That's, that's a long swim. Yeah, so you pace yourself. The main thing is not to stop. You want to go at a steady speed. But you're not just trying to get under 25 minutes. You're competing for a, a, a job. So you want to beat the guys around you. So that you got to take that into consideration too. Mm-hmm. And that's not the only thing. Once you finish that, then you have to do a 300-yard uh, paddle board. Mm-hmm. Or 400, sorry. 400-yard paddle mm-hmm. board. Um, and it's, uh, it's two buoys set up 
100 yards apart. So it's a giant rescue board. You got to paddle, turn it, and just turning that board is, is an effort alone. Those paddle boards are huge. Yeah. So there's a technique. If you're a surfer, it helps. Um, you have, I think it's uh, three, three minutes, three minutes to do that. Um, and then the last event is the run, swim, run. And you do 100, 100, 100. That sounds so terrible. 100, that sounds terrible. 100 run, 100 <laughs> swim, followed by 100 run. I should make you do this for your job. Yeah. For no, I mean, just for no, you would never, yeah. Trust me, our job, we don't really need to. No. Get up much. Sometimes we need to run swim run for office floods. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Our office does flood quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of false uh, fire alarms. You know? That's a lot of running. That's a lot of running. Oh, man. And that's just to get into the class, right? That's just to get into and the And then you guys class. have a training then process. Then a six-week recruit class. In, wow. Um, How's that like? It's split up into two main um, things. You got the medical side. It's a lot of book work. And then you have the USLA, we call it the USLA. And that's all ocean training, hands-on, and it is long days. I mean, talk about sunburn and rash. (laughs) (laughs) Two other hazards to our beaches, sunburn and rash. Lifeguards can't save you from that, though. That's on you. (laughs) You know, it's interesting is you guys have to get trained um, on any kind of beach in any kind of condition, right? It's not like... Oh, I just work in Waikiki and deal yeah. with people and have I have great people skills. But you have to know shore break, you have to know big waves, you have to know Absolutely. everything. Because when you get hired, if you get hired, you start out part time and you basically fill in. You're you're the fill in. So you could be working anywhere, any district. You could be twenty foot by mail, next day you're at flat Waikiki, flat Hanama Bay. And uh, town also gets waves. People don't give uh, the South Shore enough credit. There is we get big swell. surf mm-hmm. on the Got south side. Right now. And mm-hmm. when it comes, it's chaos. We all know. You see Waikiki. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I, f- I feel for those guys when they get the big swells. I mean, at least the North Shore, it's so big that people know not to get in the water, mm-hmm. right? And the south swells come, oh, it's Disneyland out there. Really? Everybody yeah. wants to get in the water. Yeah. And so. you also get, like, a lot of surfers who maybe aren't as experienced in bigger waves kind of paddling out to the south shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Can be. Can be. So is there an ex- like a rescue? Yeah, you're telling us a pretty crazy story out in the lobby. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's we, we So the coastline, the Kaivi coastline where I work, there's a lot of cliff lines. Um, and cliff lines is where the, the lava rock meets the ocean. So there's no beach. And it's a very beautiful part of the island. So a lot of tourists, the road runs right along the edge of the coastline. So tourists, uh, visitors will pull over to take pictures and they see people taking pictures closer to the rocks they want it's it's a social media frenzy everybody wants that, <laughs> that. oh we know that uh. we're literally, literally dying to take photos it's social yeah, media that's like true. so getting people in dangerous situations absolutely it's exposing a lot of dangerous places such as china walls um lanai lookout mm. Holona blowhole Holona blowhole is a big one Really? Yeah. For some reason, people just want to stick their head over that blowhole. Why? <laughs> it, I don't know. It's it's just it's a. That's it's, hilarious. It's all yeah. for the it, do it for the gram, right? Yeah, do I, it for the gram. No, don't. Yeah. I know, but they do. So yeah. this incident that you were talking about happened at Spinning Caves. It's okay. um, it's a place along the Kaiubi clo- coastline where it's a it's probably like a sixty foot jump. Um, they call it Spinning Caves because there's a sea cave below it, and when the waves crash into it, it, it explodes and makes this big spray and 
it's it's a cool jump to do if you if you have the experience and the knowledge um, what happens though people see it on social media and everybody wants to do it so if you're not experienced you haven't had the proper time in the water it can be very dangerous anyway I don't know if you remember a few years ago we had a bunch of hurricanes that passed real close to the yeah. islands this was during one of those near misses uh, I don't know exactly the name of the hurricane but it was you know probably a few hundred yards offshore so we're getting giant surf a lot of weather we're thinking there's oh, nobody's gonna be going to the beach today sure enough we get a call um, to people in distress outside spinning caves. Um, I was working in the tower at Sandy Beach that day and everybody happened to be in the tower. Nobody was on break. So when that happens, usually, you know, we'll take a training break and there'll be two people in the tower and one person on break training or doing a water patrol. This time, all three of us were in the tower. My lieutenant happened to be driving right behind the tower when the call came in. So I figured I'm gonna jump in and help him. So I jump in the back of the truck we race up to Spitting Caves, which is probably about a five minute drive, maybe less in a lights and sirens with the truck. And um, jump, jump the jump. And I see, as I'm swimming up to the guy, I see he's unconscious and his friend's holding him up. And uh, doesn't look good, no color in his face. Oh, you know, you thinking the worst. <clears throat> You're going through the steps in your head of what you gotta do and uh, we, ha we just, timed it perfect where as I'm swimming up, our rescue jet ski operators pulling up, it was like the perfect storm. I mean, we, we just met at the patient at the exact same time, mm -hmm. got him up on the sled, got the other uh, victim up on the sled and raced towards Moanalu Harbor. Um, we helped get him conscious by uh, rubbing his sternum and the pounding of the jet ski on the sled, mm -hmm. I think helped him cough up a lot of water. And the guy probably threw up about a bucket full of water, maybe more. And he he survived and came to, and he got lucky that day. Yeah, um, definitely. It was two military guys. So once we knew that there, he was going to be okay, we kind of we asked the, the guy, hey, "What were you guys thinking going in the water on a day like this?" And his answer was, "Well, uh, it was the only day we had off." <laughs> yeah. So not, a, not a good reason. No. <laughs> Definitely not. No. So that goes to my point. Check the forecast. Uh, the conditions change in Hawaii very quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Swells uh, come in yeah. very quickly, especially on the north side oh, of the yeah. island. You'd be there in the morning, it's flat and it's 20 feet by lunchtime. Yeah. Oh, you can be in the water and things yeah, can change. That, that's very dangerous. That's happened too. like at bowls where you're just mm -hmm. in the water and it's like, hey, it's getting bigger yeah. and it's getting darker. Yeah. And like, I can't get in. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no lifeguards. No, not at Bulls, huh? Well, there's the Magic Island lifeguard, I guess, right? Would he yeah. respond? Yeah. He, he sh yeah, but if it's getting dark. But it's after, ten, if it's after yeah. five, they're not yeah. there. Yeah. So You kind of talked about a training break, and I know, you know, physical fitness is like a huge part of yes. being a lifeguard. And I heard you guys also have yearly checkups or yearly... They have yearly physical... Yearly physical, physical like, examinations. That whole thing that I explained to get in, Yeah. we got to do that. You got to do that every year? Every, every year. year. Oh, All man. So, you know, you, you're... As a lifeguard, it's your job to stay in shape. Yeah. So it's your job to know the water and participate in daily activities. Because mm -hmm. I think lifeguards in general get a bad rep. Like they're the guy, oh, they? 
Well, well, not, not Hawaii lifeguards, but like I feel like in general, oh, way yeah. with Baywatch Bay- oh, and other yeah, things, Baywatch. where oh, they're sure. just like these guys in the tower, and yeah. they're just like spocking chicks, and yeah. they're not serious. But really, I mean, the Hawaii lifeguards in particular are very serious about what they do. They're clean guys. I mean, they take drug tests, and mm-hmm. I mean, and they're getting all these physical testing every. I mean, it's not. It's no joke. Yeah. Like you can't slack as yeah. a lifeguard in Hawaii. It's a professional job, and we're slowly trying to turn the ship, you know, you don't turn a ship in a day. Um, we're working towards getting on, on par with the rest of all the departments and, and we're working towards that. And eventually I think we'll get there. And you just got, or you're a lieutenant now, correct? Yeah, I and just recently recent? got promote, promoted, yeah. So what's your kind of like, what's the day in the life for you like, uh, like being this like newly promoted lieutenant? Like take me through your, your average um, work day. So I went from the tower to a truck. Is that... Typically, where most lifeguards and start after being hired on part-time or after part-time, they start in the tower? After part-time, then you you have to try out again for a full-time position. Oh. So you got to compete against all well, your is friends. It, is it the same tryout? The same tryout, yeah. You get pretty good at that run, I bet. Yeah, oh, yeah. Some people do it on their breaks. Just, oh, I yeah. bet. But rescue operators have to do it under 20 minutes, right? It's, yeah. If you want to be a jet ski operator, you have to do that same 1,000, 1,000, or 20, along with a bunch of other things that right. I didn't even go into. You got to... <laughs> You gotta swim the jet ski. You gotta push the jet ski on the sand a certain uh, distance, and there's a certain That's amount crazy. of time. That's crazy. You gotta be able to lift two deadlift 275 pounds, hold it for I think it's like two or three minutes. It's it's, it's a tough test. So. This is not for you, Kevin. Oh, this is definitely for me. No, <laughs> These guns. <laughs> oh god. You couldn't even lift that thing that Anthony asked you to lift. I in didn't the office. want to lift it. And I know. It wasn't you, that I couldn't. It's just that I didn't want to. Whatever. It's how dedicated you want to be. If you want that position, you're gonna put your mind to it. You're gonna put in the time, put in the training, and it's not for everybody. But if you want it bad enough, yeah, you can do it. I get it. Sorry. So the day in your life. <laughs> oh, back to the day in the life. Totally. So, as a lieutenant, Kat had to take the time to insult yeah. me. So it's, it's our. It's the usual. It's, it's the usual. Um, yeah, so basically you want, as a lieutenant, you kind of want all your stuff prepared the day before, you, the scheduling. We're, um, if if it's my captain's day off, I'm the one opening and taking the calls in the morning. So you try to pre, pre-plan that day, bef- the day before, get the schedule. So you're kind of managing more. Yeah, and then um, you're also in charge of all the supplies, what everybody needs at the towers, mm-hmm. uh, backboards, sea collars, stuff like that. For, yeah you know, oxygen units, their emergency kit, you need to make sure that they got what they need. You need to make sure that um, your guys are working together, everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once that's all taken care of, you go down to the beach and you back up your guys. You stand by and you wait for calls on the radio. Being on the truck means you're a mobile responder. So the guys on the beach take care of their beach. If there's a call somewhere along the coastline where there is no lifeguard tower, we're basically that's on you. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. That is interesting. There's a lot of um, areas on the North Shore in particular that don't have lifeguard towers. Yes. Oh, and oh, a lot yeah. of areas that are like highly populated by mm-hmm. surfers. All over stuff. the island. Yeah. You, you know, that's true. Yeah, there's there's uh, gaps. Because Kuloa, Kuloa Beach Park has a lifeguard tower. Yes. And the next one isn't until... Sunset. Isn't that crazy? That's a huge yeah. stretch. That whole stretch. Wow. So that would be something that you would you respond, would respond to? to? Um, that would be the North Shore guys. The North Shore. From, um, I would respond from Sandy Beach. Well, so there's two lieutenants usually in every district. 
if I'm the sandy beach side guy, I'm going up to Waimanalo, China Walls. Maybe mm-hmm. um, I sh- we share the space by uh, secrets and toes and mm-hmm, all that. Mm-hmm. But um, the Kailua guy would go from Waimanalo all the way up to Chinaman's Hat. So you guys are covering a huge... Tiny, yeah. Do you figure from Kula, and the rescue guys um, cover that gap too? Each each that's crazy. each district has two rescue guys, so wow. they also have a truck and a jet ski, and they know the places that right. they can launch. And you want somebody in that position that's very knowledgeable, knows the area, and can you know distinguish where the mm-hmm. bed. You know, every day is different. You might the trade winds might be um, there that day, so this place is better to launch. Might be Kona winds that day, so this place. You got to take all these factors in. And that's part of being a lifeguard. We're um, responding on the go. We, we, we're, you can't really prepare for that. You mm-hmm. got, you, you just, you, you get what you get and you got to respond to it. So. And visitors can check out the Hawaii Beach Safety website because that's mm-hmm. updated yeah. daily with ocean information, currents, like yes. jellyfish, yes. man yes. of war, warnings. That's a good warnings. place to go <laughs> to <Right>. get <coughs> all your info if you're a visitor if you're a local and you want to know what's going on mm-hmm. and what to watch out for that's that's a place to go you can also listen to the news from right. the surf report in hawaii they, they do a pretty good job mm-hmm. surf line has yeah. cameras surf mm-hmm. line surf there's news a network. lot of actually literally looking wind at the guru wind yeah. guru is great really good. Yep. yeah so in hawaii er, it's everything's to do with the surf right yeah, yeah. and so yeah being a lifeguard in hawaii is a lot different than anywhere else in the world. Everybody goes to the beach in Hawaii. We, every year we break records with tourism. Mm-hmm. And where do these people go? They go to the beach. So we're on the front lines protecting um, the, the tourism industry, Hawaii's number one in mm-hmm. income. So, so thanks for doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, <laughs> Thanks Tanner. for protecting Not us. Not back, but <laughs> it's okay. We do have an uh, important job. We've prepared an award for you. <laughs> yeah, right? We don't have an important job now, Kevin. I, I mean, feel we so never, little. We never have. No, no. but geez. Believe me, we have fun, too. We well, yeah. Jobs. Yeah, but. Of course know. they do. Of course. <laughs> well, thanks, Tanner. It's been yeah. super awesome talking to you. Mm-hmm. And thanks for having me. Yeah, and th- yeah, thanks for being on the show. Um Listeners, you can always email us if you have questions or comments. Um, you can email us at media at hawaiimagazine.com. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud, which is probably where you're listening to it right now. But hopefully we'll be up on iTunes uh, right. by the time this episode comes out. We're under approval. That takes a few weeks. So, yeah. You and can also read our show notes that Kevin puts together every week. Every week, yeah. Uh, that'll be on Or every website. other week, sorry. That'll be mm-hmm. on our website, hawaiimagazine.com. Follow us on social media. At Hawaii Magazine, and also if you yeah leave any comments or questions for us, and we'll we'll get to them. Yeah. All right, you Thanks can always check in. out our uh, Instagrams. Oh, that's right, you oh. guys have Instagram too. Wait, the lifeguards yeah. have an Instagram. Yes, yeah. they do. What is it called? Uh, Honolulu Ocean Safety, um, North Shore Lifeguard Association, and Eastside Oahu. Tanner's boss is nodding in the background. Oh, I know. Association. So, the East Side where I am, we're Eola. E-O-L-A. Okay. East Oahu Lifeguard Association. Perfect. Um, Great. North Shore Lifeguard Association also has their own. Wow. A lot of cool stuff. Um, you can get behind a lot of the things we're doing. Okay. Yeah. That's great. We'll put that all in the show notes. That'll be. Or you will. I, well, yeah. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Those will all be in the show notes because of me. <laughs> well. Kevin I'll, Allen. I'll read. I'll read through it. All right. Anyway. Well, thank you guys for listening and uh, have a great day. Yeah. Talk to your lifeguards. <laughs>
before you if in doubt, don't go out. Yes, yes. end with that. <laughs> know your limit.